Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Have you ever wondered how to get it done right? I have. You have. I have. And many of our clients have wondered how do they get their home purchase done right so that they don't have to be looking over their shoulder or wondering if there was something they didn't do that they needed to do to get it done right. So this is Ken and Yetta. Welcome you back to another episode of the Inside Track, mm -hmm. where we share ideas, insights, and just wisdom, I think. Wisdom. Sometimes wisdom. Sometimes silliness, sometimes <laughs> yeah. a song, yeah. things that we all need to be able to make our house a home and thrive as a family in it. Because we need the great. silliness too. Yes, we did that really well together. Did we? <laughs> all right. So you are doing this really well with us because this really is meant to be a dialogue, not a monologue. So when you comment, when you ask us questions, when you tell us what you want to know, and even what your experience is, like especially when you share your experiences, we can offer so much more wisdom, even beyond the 2,380 families that we've helped navigate in their real estate journey over the last, well, 30 plus years. Do you know why this is a really special show? This Yetta? is a hugely special show. Why? Because it's kind of like, <laughs> have you ever heard the saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Yes, well, and you said it correctly. That's awesome. I did. I know. I'm so happy. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> An apple a day keeps a doctor away. I got it done right twice. Okay, so it's April. April. Fifth. No, April showers. Showers. Bring May flowers. There you go. Nice job. Uh-huh. <laughs> so just like an apple a day keeps the doctor away, you can now watch a show a day for an entire year of the Inside Track episodes, because that's how many shows. This is number 365. Not enough for a leap year, enough for a regular year. And the great thing about that is it will give you insights and ideas and wisdom that really make sure you get it done right. So today we're talking about getting it done right when you're purchasing a home and or living in a home and you need additional expertise, you need wisdom, you need more than the knowledge that you have at hand to get it done right. Yes, and sometimes more than the knowledge we have at hand, right. which is quite interesting. It is. Because I consider myself as a know-it-all. <laughs> I consider and, and myself as a know-it-all, Yeah, because too. my brother and I know everything. Right. And whatever I don't know, he knows. Right. How can you prove that? Well, ask me anything. Uh, what is the size of the earth? That's something my brother knows. Uh-huh. I got it. <laughs> I knew that was coming. This is a shtick. So <laughs> that joke is anyway. The rest of this is It's a is good thing not, I sell real estate for a living because really I wouldn't is. make it as a comedian no. or a singer. No, you would not. So... <laughs> in real estate, there are lots of times where we believe that you need even more expertise than we can bring to the table, more mm -hmm. expertise than you have and more expertise than we have because it requires not only a generalist, it requires a specialist or somebody with expertise in a particular area. 
So today we're going to talk about a little bit of when that is and who that is that can help us navigate that. And a lot of these things will actually also apply when you live in the home. So it's like a team. It's like a team. Like a it is a team. team. It's not like a like, team. Like, it is a team. Like hockey. I like to talk about hockey. Or soccer. Yeah, but hockey, you know, you have your special teams. Right. Right? You've got your power play teams. You've got your shorthanded teams. You've got your checking line. You've got your your scoring line. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody needs to contribute to the end goal of winning. And you've got special teams. And you've got you've got assistant coaches. You've got goalie coaches. You've got regular coaches. And that's what we put together is a great team. So the and, first person on your team. Right, is your realtor. I'm going to say you first want a great realtor. Can I have that first? Sure, you can have that. I, I didn't put that one first. I put mortgage broker first because until you know you can buy something, you don't really need a realtor. Well, except the realtor <laughs> may be able to help you weigh out time out when it might be time to buy a house. So these two, mm. I think, are a little bit interchangeable, first or second or second and first, because like the they really Chinese work. Yin and Yang. Yeah, they work together. They very yes. much work together to make sure that you're living ideally below your means, that you're not going to end up with any financial surprises when you mm. at closing time. I mean, we did a couple of shows not too long ago. I can't remember exactly what we called them. And they talked about those surprises that can happen when even though you do your financing right up front, you get pre-qualified, you produce your employment letters, you do everything properly. And having said that, the lender can continue to check on your credit and continue to check what's going on financially right until the time of closing. Yes, it was called bulletproofing your sale. There you go. Bulletproofing your sale. Can remember that is so awesome. So you can go find the show Bulletproofing Your Sale if that's a specific area that you're going. I really want to know more about that. And yes, Where would they go find that? Gonna... On our YouTube channel, yep. Decker Team YouTube. And I think there's some shows that are on the CHRI site as well. That's right. And you can listen or you can watch because you may be tuning in right now to the radio and yet you can also download the CHRI app for their podcast. Or you can go to YouTube and watch us live. So they can hear the beauty and see your beauty? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Getting it done right, eh, honey? <laughs> You're still charming uh, after almost four decades. Yes, well, there's a reason we've been married 37 years in uh-huh. April. Uh-huh. This, is our, this is our wedding anniversary month. Yes, it is, honey. Yes. All right, so the third person or third group of people that you're going to need is the inspectors. Inspectors can be make or break. I mean, ideally, when we're going through the home, before you even put the offer in, we're identifying those things that are clearly a problem. Yeah, the, the, the blatant issues right. to a trained eye. Right. Because although we're not home inspectors and we don't claim to be home inspectors. Or septic inspectors or well inspectors. We've seen a lot of them. (laughs) We have. (laughs) Yes. As a matter of fact, we've probably done more inspections than some of our inspectors. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Not the inspectors that we hire. 30 years. Yes, 30 years. We've done a lot of inspections. Oh, yeah, we have. 
because yeah. we tend to, like the entire team, we go to the inspection on behalf of our client. One of our team members that's a licensed realtor will go to be there to be another set of eyes. What we're looking hopefully for is just confirmation of what we already know to be true because we have been looking for those blatant, obvious things to us as we have been showing you the home, Mm -hmm. right? There's been many a time where we've actually saved the expense of a building inspection by identifying significant issues and then been able to have the conversation with our buyer about whether or not they want to move forward with a potential offer due to what we have just identified. The size of a crack around brick in a corner or something, it looks like a house is leaning or falling away from the garage, that kind of thing, may be more structurally demanding Mm. than a buyer is willing to take on. And if they know that, then we can walk away before any money or time is wasted. And the bigger savings there isn't just the $500 or $1,000 or $2,000, depending on what inspections would have been done had the offer gone in. Mm -hmm. It's also the potential of losing the house that really would have worked because you're tied up wasting time on a house that you're not going to buy anyway. Yeah, and, you know, it brings back a, a one that I remember very vividly we walked up to the house it was um like a, a town like a row yeah three or four of them and it was built against the side of a bit of a cliff and i looked at it and the cliff was kind of crumbling a little bit the rock was and i said i think that's a problem right from the outside right. then we went inside and they loved the house. I know. And it was one of those ones where there was going to be multiple offers, delayed offers, multiple offers. Because mm-hmm. it was stunning. Yeah. And not that old, downtown area. And when I, when I looked at the floor, there was a couple telltale signs. The floor had been cut. The hardwood floor had been cut. You could see where the cut lines were. They didn't feed it back together well. And the wall was bent in, in a little bit of a... Not a not, not a deep a you, view, but, but a, a you. Yeah, and they had a large um, piece of decorative cloth, like an Asian cloth, pinned up against the wall, which took your eye away from that the wall was curved as well. So when we pulled up the the thing and looked down at the floor, we said, "Ooh, I believe that they've opened this up because the." cliff pushing on the side of the wall was crushing the floor and pushing it up so they had to cut it and work it around because i don't believe it would have been built like that no it wouldn't have been. and then they said well how do we fix that and i said well the only way i can see you fixing that is taking the side of the house off removing the because it was built right tight to it so you'd have to remove the side of the cliff from inside the house out the front door, rebuild the cliff with a retaining wall, and then rebuild your wall from the inside. Very difficult to do because you can't put exterior clothing on it because it was right tight. So it was a, a, and anyways, they walked away. And my prayer is that someone didn't buy that house without a home inspector. I know. Because sometimes when there's multiple offers on properties, people will do, they'll, they'll do an unconditional offer, which in many cases is fine. 
But on that, they would have been buying a problem. Right. And so doing it right is actually part of having somebody that even at a first look can see those things that are a big deal. Mm -hmm. Big, big right. deal. So the, the inspector, the house inspector is kind of a generalist. Yep. They've been trained to look for deficiencies or yeah. issues. Mm -hmm. And then they've been also trained to tell you to hire someone that's skilled. I remember a time we had another house out, out near Kempville. Beautiful house, beautiful on the water. And I didn't notice anything, but the inspector noticed that the I-beams, the steel I-beams that run along, you know, where your, your house is supported on, were tilted. A little bit. They were angled, like yeah. twisted. And the reason he noticed was the telepost, mm. which supports that beam, was also twisted on an angle. And what happens is when you go from vertical to an angle, you lose all your structural support. Yeah. And he recommended a structural engineer. A structural engineer came in, said yes. What had happened was the upstairs walls, the walls that support the second floor, yep. were built on the edge of the beam instead of on the middle of the beam. And that weight was causing it to twist. And so he had a simple solution, which was kind of neat was they put new beams in between those two beams that were running and bolted them and pulled the beams back straight. So now all the weight went straight down, straight down the teleposts, and it was solved. But the seller repaired it, and the buyer still bought the house. But the problem was found. Right, and that's kind of like a big deal. Doing it right just simply means hiring the right people to identify a challenge and then often it means getting further investigation so these things won't be pertinent to every house i mean a two-year-old townhouse at barhaven if nothing's really moved everything looks stable there may not be the need for any additional inspectors mm -hmm. a building inspector a house inspector may be all you require and sometimes those are even purchased without an inspector because we've been able to look at it thoroughly and yet at times we may see rust at the furnace or maybe mm -hmm. the flame isn't quite right or there's something that looks off in the area of the furnace, maybe water that's dripping that shouldn't be, it's not going in the condensate pipe, there's too much water, why there's so much water and you might want to hire a furnace specialist to take a look at it. Now the great news with something like that is even a high-end furnace is probably four or five thousand dollars unless it's a ground source heat pump now could be talking twenty thousand dollars <laughs> if you needed to replace it and yet some of the items are inexpensive enough that you may go ah doesn't really warrant hiring somebody because i'm just gonna allow for that i know it's already 15 years old so there's really no point if it's a three-year-old one or a two-year-old one like in the case of this townhouse then it's wise to have it looked at and have the seller take on that yeah. liability. And a lot of times there's some warranty on it or something right. can be repaired. Um, if you're doing a rural property, you probably might run into a well and a septic. And mm. even some of the city properties still have septic. So be careful because the city has gone past some of the areas mm -hmm. and the sewers like never... Like Glen or Maryville yeah. Garden. Yeah, so yep. the sewers never went into that area. Mm-hmm. And so you still need to get a septic inspection. And I've mm -hmm. seen 
four-year-old septic systems failed. Even two-year-old two septic year old one, system. Yeah, where the um, the soil was the wrong kind of sand. It wasn't granular enough. It was too mm -hmm. fine. The silt came up and blocked the 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 pipe, or not the pipe, but blocked the soil from taking any moisture. Two-year-old system had to be replaced. No, right. fortunately. Carry on new home warranty covered that. Right. And yet, it's again, it's those things that you go, well, it's so new, I don't need to bother. Well, we're here to tell you that even though something's new, sure, there's less likelihood that there's a problem. And yet, if we're going to do it right, we're still going to get the set inspections mm -hmm. because you don't know what's under the ground, especially when you're dealing with well and septics. Or if there's been a significant amount of development in an area, the well may have shifted significantly because there's a lot more draw on the aquifer and now all of a sudden there was lots of water and now there isn't lots of water or the water was great and now the water is not great so there are so many items that you can't see that could bite you so doing it right is getting the right inspectors yeah. we're going to recommend a pool inspection if it's a newer pool there may be warranties. If it's an older pool, we're going to talk about what are you going to do if there is something wrong with the pool? Are we buying it because of the pool or are we okay if the heater's going to go? Maybe it doesn't make sense to pay for an inspection for something that you can already identify. Hey, the liner's probably going to go in the next year anyway. Let's budget for it right up front. So some inspections you may choose not to do because the cost of the inspection is greater than the benefit you're going to get from doing the inspection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, another person that gets called in, not frequently, but called in when there's an issue is a structural engineer. Yeah. Sometimes that's because it wasn't quite built right, and many times it's over over the ages. You know, a block foundation, for instance, might might be tilting in. It's got mm -hmm. too much external pressure. It could be tree water roots. pressure, tree roots, or mm -hmm. just soil pressure. And a lot of that we can see initially, especially if the basement's unfinished. Right. It's, if it's so oh. much better because you can see what's going on. Matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, I went to show one out past Orleans. And before we even went, I told them, we're going to go to this. There's going to be a structural issue on the foundation wall because there was a picture of the basement. And I could see the crack. <laughs> and I know how that crack happens and what's what's happening there. So we can, you know, that's all good. As long as you know in advance, you're paying what you feel is a fair price for the condition or the seller's going to fix it or you're going to fix it because you know what's there. That's the secret. Yeah. It's, it's the stuff that comes up after the fact that really upsets me and my clients when we, you know, something gets missed. Well, it gets and we don't, missed. We want or, to do it right. Or so it was you... hidden, so you couldn't tell. But then you get water seeping in your basement, and suddenly you go, oh, there's a problem here. Right. So another expert that we may encourage you to call in is a mold expert. There is some great companies in the city that will come in and test air quality and look for the source of the mold and also recommend the remedy. I do a pretty good free air quality yeah, control so test. I. Until I stop breathing. <laughs> <laughs> My nose picks it up. If there's if there's a, a significant amount of mold, will we pick it up? Most of the clients do too yeah. frequently. Yeah. Um, but the expert's going to tell you how much there is, where it's coming from, how to mitigate it, 
how to repair it, what the cost is going to be. Mm-hmm. And again, knowing that ahead of time makes you feel so comfortable. Well, with either right. going ahead or walking away. Right. Environmental. Environmental is another one. We're looking for signs or evidence that there was oil, an oil tank or a buried oil tank or some evidence that there was fuel there or a tank of some sort mm-hmm. that may have contaminated the soil. So taking a look for evidence of that. Yeah, I remember Ryan looked at an old house mm-hmm. in Greeley. And we went down into the root cellar, and I could smell that slight oily smell. And then he was looking at it for himself. Yes, for himself. And there was a bit of a darker stain on the sand, and I and I felt it like, and I go, "Mm, there was oil here. There was an oil spill. There used to be an oil tank here. It's gas furnace now, but it used to be an oil furnace, an old old house. And then I said, personally. I wouldn't buy this house for, wouldn't recommend my son to buy it. I wouldn't recommend a seller to buy it. Unless a buyer. They, sorry, a buyer to buy it unless they did their due diligence on the environmental issues. Because right. who knows, it might have been just a little bit of staining and you take a wheelbarrow of sand out and you're good. But it also could have been you take out three, four truckloads of soil and, and try to uh, support the house while you're doing that. It's not easy. It can be nasty. Yeah. And looking in garages even, sometimes there's garages that have, it used to be okay to build like a pit mm -hmm. inside the garage to change your oil or that kind of thing. Or they have a floor drain and people poured the oil down their floor drain. Yeah. Scary. We see it. And so you just want to know what you're buying to decide whether or not you want to take on that potential liability. Mm -hmm. Another expert would be a roofing expert. Yeah, if there's a roofing issue yeah. or you see there's a moisture problem coming in. Uh, this time of year, we're, we're seeing, um, well, not this time of year, but we're, we've seen the effects of mm-hmm. a couple months ago where all the ice was building up because we had so much snow this winter. You get some ice damming, and that ice damming can cause the water to creep back. And there's ways of curing that as well. Right, so something that's going to show up on almost every inspection, just as a disclaimer, is grading. Grading, grading, and grading. Mm. Because the biggest trick around a foundation not getting wet or not taking in water is just to keep the water away from the foundation. Yep. Right? So once we've done our inspections, then there may be an appraiser involved, another expert who is verifying the value Uh of what you've paid. Because the lender, especially if you're you're paying more than 20% down, the lender's going to want an appraiser to come out and verify the value because they're on the hook. If you put 20% down, they've bought 80% of the house. <laughs> really, you've only bought 20% of it. And they want to make sure that the value is there in case something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. They also want to make sure the house is physically there, that it's not fraud. Right. right, And then lawyers. Yep. Lawyers is another important expert that we bring into the conversation for title search, for title insurance, for the conveyance of the actual transferring title, and for the accounting, for the money aspects. Yeah, they actually track, you know, your deposit and your your expenses and your taxes that you pay, and your transfer and adjustments, and mm-hmm. they adjust for the... Um, 
taxes that are prepaid or not paid. Property taxes. Property taxes. Yeah. Uh, condo fees, if they're paid in advance or not, they calculate the per diem. If there's a rental involved, uh, they calculate that. They calculate a lot of things and make sure that it all balances out so you're paying the right amount of money. Absolutely. So and then landscapers. Having an expert landscaper may be necessary in the purchase because it could be the trees are too close, maybe the trees are overgrown, maybe hydro's going to cover it, or maybe the city's going to cover it because it's actually on city property. But just looking at who do we need to have address this and whose expense is it? Mm. Is it yours or is it somebody else's? Yeah, like the tree is on the lot line and yeah. it's falling or it's it's rotten and you know. May fall, fall either way. <laughs> Whose responsibility is it? Things of that nature. Um, and talking about big trees, like they can mm -hmm. be too close to the septic. But they can also be too close to your sewer line going out to the street. Mm. And we've had cases where older house, that sewer line is plugged with roots and mm -hmm. it's cracked or it's broken because uh, they're older tile style mm -hmm. sewer lines. And so sometimes... Um, having if if it's an older house, having a plumbing company come mm. in at inspection time to do a scope down the pipe out to the street to make sure everything's okay there because that can be an expensive repair, especially if it connects to the sewer on the opposite side of the street because you've got to cut a strip of their asphalt. Yep. And the city likes to charge you to do that. Well, right. the contractors. So looking it. at so I know this every time we do a show that's around what to watch out for and doing it right. Sounds scary. I feel doesn't like it? it sounds scary. <laughs> and yet if it's done right, it really isn't scary. It's not the reason not to move, I promise you. <laughs> it's just maybe buying a simpler type of property. An insurance broker is also somebody you want to get expertly involved. We encourage our clients to always get all the questions they want answered prior to us doing the inspection or prior to us firming up mm -hmm. so that you can make sure that the things mm -hmm. they don't want to cover yep. or may concern them mm -hmm. or may increase your premium that you've just accounted for all those yep. details. That you can actually get insurance on it. That the And at a price you want to. Affordable. Exactly. And then the, the last expert, or not really the last expert, another, but another expert. expert is uh, design experts because if you're thinking of hey I've, you know i had a client buy a house and they're going well we'd like to put an addition out the back mm. will the zoning allow it how big can i build and still be on the allowable mm. footprint for that lot in that zoning area so there's a lot of research that we do for you on that behalf but then there's also a point where you need to maybe get an architect involved or a a planning company, if you're thinking of developing a property or severing off a lot or changing the zoning, then there's all kinds of experts right. that we can recommend for those kind of things. And then there's your typical handyman, your construction person. You may want that expert in the house as well to look at what the costs are going to be for any improvements or additions you might want to do. Yeah, just get a quote on what you want to yeah. Update. And we sure. can do that during the inspection process. So that can work well too. So we appreciate that we get to do this journey with you, that we don't have to leave you out there. <laughs> defend for yourself. Defend for yourself, that we actually get to go through the journey, go through the process step by step, 
by step. And we have created a general book, I almost forgot, Ottawa and Area Selling, Buying, Investing, that covers a lot of the things we've talked about, what experts you want to get mm-hmm. in. And you can request that by just sending us a quick email, Info at Decker's team, and say, Ottawa and Area Book, please. We want the details. We want to know what we need to do and what we need not to worry about. So just like hockey, right? you need a team of specialists. And the first specialist you want on your team is the Decker team. If it feels good to you. Exactly. Call us. We're looking forward to connecting with you.